Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today's episode focuses on vulnerable leadership. Several episodes back, I interviewed John Malone, executive leader of NIA, who spoke about this topic as well. This topic continues to surface more and more in conversations that I'm having with leaders. Tomorrow, I'll lead a student education nine principles roundtable discussion on vulnerability and leadership. Join us, if you will, by registering at studereducation.com slash events. So Brene Brown says, when you shut down vulnerability, you shut down opportunity. When you shut down vulnerability, you shut down opportunity. So what does vulnerable leadership mean to you? Think about that for just a minute. Let's dispel a myth. Vulnerable leadership is not a leader walking around sharing their deepest, most personal secrets with everyone. Vulnerable leadership is taking off your armor, putting aside your ego, and being genuine and real. So how do we put this in practice? Here are a couple of tips. First, create a place where employees can share information about who they are and what is important. And most important here, you share too. One of the things that we've been doing on our daily huddles is always start with a connect to purpose. And we've been creative with those connect to purpose stories. So one of the things we're doing right now is we've asked each of our team members to take about the first five to seven, maybe 10 minutes of that huddle and choose one of their favorite songs or a song that's been meaningful in their lives along the way and, and talk about why, why that song is meaningful to them. It's been a lot of fun. Sometimes there's sadness attached to it. Sometimes there's funny, it's funny, there's humor, there's combinations, but we get to know a little bit more about the people that we work with and our teammates, and we get to understand a little bit more about who they are. A second tip, be comfortable with not having all the answers. Ask others what they think. I've had to learn how to do this because I think as educators and as people who have been schooled (laughs) a number of years, we think that we should always have the answer. As I was working with a a leader the other day, and the leader was really needing some guidance and assistance, and I just felt compelled, compelled, compelled to provide the answers. And I went down that track at first, and then I said, you know what, pull back, because based on the responses, I knew that that leader had really thought about it. And so I just stopped myself, and I just turned the question back, and I said, what do you think? What do you think the solution is? And we got to the same place, or probably even a better place based on that type of conversation. The third tip, let people know how the organization is doing. You know, the good things and the areas that need improvements. As a leader, let people know how you feel about the results and why. So if they're good results, let's celebrate. Let them know how you feel about those results. Rather than just talk about here are the results, there's emotion that always attaches to results. Let's let people know how we feel and why we feel that way. If there are results that we have to talk about that are difficult, it's not, it's not necessarily pushing blame to others. But if we, if we feel defeated or if we feel like we could have done a little bit better, and if we feel as a leader that we needed to make some adjustments and changes, let's let people know that. 
and then we move to improvement. And tip four, see the aspirations of the organization through the eyes of others. We may ask, what do we want our workplace to look like? How do we want to feel when we come to work? And the tactic and strategy that we use with organizations goes back to our standards of practice, our standards of excellence. We've talked about that on these episodes. We may ask, how can we leverage our strengths to become more distinguished? And that's about building great vision and big aims so that we're all as a team striving to achieve those large as life goals. We may ask, how do we build agility teams rather than manage through hierarchies? And that's all about teamwork. We've talked about that on episodes. And how do we continuously focus on getting better by intently listening to others? That's about continuous improvement. We've talked about listening intently to others, looking at data and having conversations about the results and looking at what we've done well in areas where we can improve and making those improvements. So those are just some high-level tips that connect vulnerability and leadership. You know what tip resonated with you the most and why? And think about that this week. And then maybe think about how you would take one of those tips and focus on it as you go through your work week. And people ask, how do we develop trust? And how we develop trust is what we've been talking about today. We know we become that vulnerable leader when we feel like we have become a different person. And that's the way we know we're establishing trust in the organization. I hope to see you at our roundtable tomorrow where we'll all talk more about this topic of vulnerability and leadership. I want to hear from you. To join, remember to go to studereducation.com slash events. And as always, I thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share this podcast and make sure you're subscribed. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.